Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers cutback podcast time. Huge win for the 49ers. They took care of the Arizona Cardinals 38 to 10. The defense shows up in a big way for the third straight game. They don't allow a touchdown in the second half. Woo, what a game. The offense showed up in a big way. Jimmy Garoppolo had a game. Kyle Shanahan involving all the weapons. George Kittle with two touchdowns. Brandon Ayuk with two touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey with over 100 yards of scrimmage yards. Debo Samuel uh, with a 39-yard touchdown run. What a fantastic game. A very good day to be a 49ers uh, fan, a 49er player. And hello, everyone. Welcome to the first-place team in the NFC West. San Francisco 49ers taking charge of the NFC West and sitting now in the three-seed in the NFC yeah, this team is really getting it going. And what's up to everyone that's in chat? How's it going? I hope everyone's having a good one. What's up, Spy Nick Danger? EO, Anthony, how's it going? Traffic and Cyrus. What's up, Cyrus? Uh, always good when you come through chat. Hatios' cards seem to mail it in right before the half. The 49ers made sure they took care of business. It was exciting. Uh, they did the things they needed to do. Of course, they kicked a couple of field goals, uh, but they converted on touchdowns. They made big plays. It was absolutely exciting. And Mr. Corey does not let me down with Ant. We had a Jordan Mason sighting. As soon as I saw Jordan Mason get in, I knew that that was what was about to happen, that business was about to pick up. People were going to get very excited about seeing Jordan Mason out there carrying the football. He did a pretty good job overall. Uh, ran hard, ran tough. But the 49ers really took charge of this game uh, early on. The first two drives of the game seemed like they struggled to get their footing. Struggled to get going, uh, but once they got this offense going, Jimmy Garoppolo took what the defense was giving him, and his receivers did a good job of getting open and then creating afterwards. I thought Kyle Shanahan did a really good job as far as uh, making sure he got the ball located to different players. The, the Some of the motions and formation changes were absolutely fantastic. You could see the Arizona defense struggling to make sure they could line up in the right spots, and you just found mismatches. Christian McCaffrey and a linebacker, Debo Samuel and a linebacker. Uh, and whenever he got those, they took advantage of it. So it was a really, really fun game to watch. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I think the blowouts are easier to watch, and it wasn't a blowout until the second half, but got to give the 49ers their credit for taking care of business. Uh, Paul says, hashtag TCC, no second half points allowed again. Yes. Yeah, I mean, right. Uh, Samuel Womack makes a huge interception. Trace McSorley throws it to him. I mean, McSorley 
One of my favorite songs of all time is written about him. You know, put it on a dime. Like, y'all ain't even trying. Uh, he did not put that on a dime. That went straight to Samuel Womack. And the 49ers, once again, allowed no points in the second half. Uh, defense, fantastic. Again, uh, once they figured out how to slow down DeAndre Hopkins a little bit, really the Cardinals offense had no answer because it's been all about DeAndre Hopkins. So very exciting overall. And uh, uh, Lou says the O-line played very well tonight. Super impressed. I thought it was very good. Uh, the times the O-line struggled, it felt like that was the time Jimmy got rid of the ball quickly and got it out to an outlet. And when they gave him time, he made plays happen. The run game got going. Uh, Kyle Shanahan went with Christian McCaffrey early in the game. They used him to run all over the play, uh, all over the place. And then Elijah Mitchell came in to hammer it down and get those tough yardage when they needed to use the clock. Absolutely fantastic. I loved it. Uh, T.O. says, is the cards coach on the hot seat? Yeah, uh, he, he should be fired. At some point, they're going to fire Cliff Kingsbury. I don't know if it'll be during the season or after, but I fully expect Cliff Kingsbury to be uh, you know, sailing down the road somewhere to, uh, to another team. So we'll see what happens with K Kingsbury. I think he goes back to college after this, um, but we'll see. 49er Gal says, worth staying up till 4 a.m. Great job, 49er Gal, staying up to 4 a.m. Definitely worth it. What's up, Jess? How's it going? He also says, also so much for Trent tipping plays. Uh, I mean, I, I think that, you know, it was a good point overall. Uh, it is something that people see. It's something that happens. But I think what Trent said about it made a lot of sense, too. And this is how my feeling is. If you're always going to read Trent Williams to tell you what the play is going to be, he can manipulate you. Uh, just that thought alone makes it so you can't always. Can you cheat sometimes? Sure. Uh, but you got to be careful. Anthony says, when I saw Jordan Mason, I was like, a girl seeing Backstreet Boys in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, straight up on TRL at Times Square in the front, just going nuts. Love it, Anthony. I love that. I love that correlation there. And Mr. Corey says, how about my third favorite target, Jake Brendel? Uh, Jake Brendel with that block on Buda Baker way down the field. That was fantastic. Uh, we did get another one of those, uh, you know, in those bad snaps. Uh, where he double clutches, that's something he still got to clean up. But I'm going to be excited about the things he did do well. Uh, so once again, I'm loving that. So uh, I'm down with it. And Jan says, sweep the division. 4-0. I mean, the 49ers are 4-0 in the division. They have a stranglehold on the NFC West. If they beat the Seahawks uh, in a few weeks when they play on Thursday Night Football, it'll be all she wrote for the NFC uh, division, I believe. Uh, 49ers have some winnable football games they have to go take advantage of, including next week against New Orleans. But uh, they're playing at a high level right now. This is the 49ers offense we were expecting to see, and they showed up in a big way. They made plays, and I think they even feel like they had some more left out there. I think this is easily you know, a team that could have scored well over 40 tonight, and I think that's a good news for the 49ers moving forward. Um, KNDR says, I thought the chair was new. Uh, this chair is new. So if you're seeing the chair behind me, there you go. It's a brand new chair. Uh, upgraded the chair a little bit as much time as I spend in it. I thought, you know what? Let's get a little upgrade. So uh, really, really enjoying it. And we got a super chat from Soothing Sounds. It's $10 or almost for number 10. Let's go, Jimmy. Uh, w dealing dimes. I love it, Soothing Sounds, because Jimmy Garoppolo played at an extremely high level. Uh, third straight game, and this is the first time in his career, three games, no interceptions, absolutely fantastic. So Jimmy Garoppolo's playing at a high level. I am so excited to see what Jimmy's doing. And Jimmy Garoppolo's going to help this offense uh, immensely because he's got the playmakers. He gets the ball on time, in rhythm. I, I'm loving it. So it, it's fantastic uh, the way that he's playing right now. And I think this was a real big game. And I, you know, Kittle talked about targets last week. Kittle got involved. Debo Samuel got involved. I just liked what they did. They brought back the reverse after they were running the football really good with Elijah Mitchell. Kyle was really pulling the strings on some big-time plays. So I'm, I'm excited about it. And Mr. Corey says, how in the world did we lose to the Bears and Broncos? Well, they weren't playing as good. Now, number one, the monsoon against the Bears. Trey Lance's first start. I think that's part of it. Um, and then, you know, your interior offensive line is getting better and better each week. They weren't used to playing together at those points. Uh, the Broncos were in, running that 3-4 defense. 
They had big guys on the interior that gave the 49ers some fits. Uh, and plus they had, you know, some guys on the outside like Chubb that gave them some fits. So uh, we didn't have Trent Williams for some of the Broncos game. I, I think that there was, it wasn't this 49ers team. This is similar to last year. The 49ers are getting healthy at the right time. They're starting to make some big time uh, plays. So I'm excited about it overall. I, I'm like where the team is trending. And this was a huge win over the Cardinals because the Cardinals have somewhat had a little bit of the 49ers number over the last several years but not today. 38 to 10 is an absolute statement to the NFC. We had teams making statements this week. Dallas Cowboys with a statement win over the Minnesota Vikings. 49ers with a statement win over the Arizona Cardinals. And it could just have ended the Arizona Cardinals' chances of making the playoffs. And Traffic says, we beat the Cardinals up. They wanted nothing to do with Kittle on his TD. I love to see it. Yeah, I think they physically got beat, right? I think at some point, they physically just got beat down. Uh, and for your guess, I would have loved to have seen a 50 burner, but better to keep people healthy. Yeah, I love it. I love he, he pulled off at the right time, kept his players healthy, pulled the entire defense off as well. We got to see Womack and Diameter Lenore. Uh, Lenore moved into the nickel, but we got to see a lot of guys get extra reps. That's good for them. And I thought they played pretty well. It's not easy when you're going out there, uh, you know, and not getting game reps. So it's really nice. So, uh, I liked it. And then TO says, uh, Kittle's second score, it looked like the cards held back and let him in. I, I think they were, you know, I think they were going down a little bit. I think they were kind of beaten up a little bit. And we got a super, um, we got a super chat here from Thomas Brown. Uh, Thomas, thank you so much. 20, 1999 super chat. I really appreciate it so much, Thomas. Thank you for coming through with the super chat. Big shout out to you on a huge 49ers win. So thanks for the gift there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Kittle's second score, it felt like they were already kind of beat, right? Um, so that was nice. That was nice to see. And uh, I'm I'm excited about it. And then 49ers Fizzle says, huge dub, awesome all-around effort. Womack can be, become a nice player. Womack still shows out. Um, so Womack is one of those guys that when he comes in, he still makes plays. I, I'm sure that there's some development they still want to see from him. But hugely optimistic for what Samuel Womack is going to be in the future. We've seen him in play outside. We've seen him play in the nickel. He's a long-term solution to the 49ers cornerback room. So, yeah, every time he's out there, he's big time. And he's big time on special teams as well. Uh, the punt, you know, the punts that they were getting, pinning back, Tavarius Moore, if it wasn't raining, there would have been another one inside the five. Mitch Wisnowski was punting really good. And the and the and overall, the coverage team was playing good. Pretty good special teams night from the 49ers complimentary football offense defense special teams playing at a high level uh that was nice and to says they look focused tonight they did they really did and anthony says question if the last game of the season determines what first seed if the niners win first round by or rest players and go to second seed to start the playoffs what would you do i'm going for the first seed if i can know that i'm gonna have home field advantage throughout the playoffs and i'm gonna be guaranteed a buy if i'm guaranteed a buy that means that my team gets that rest anyways. We saw in 2019 how that worked out for the 49ers. So I'm going for it. Now, if it's a difference between a two and a three seed, that I don't care about. So only the number one seed would I be willing to risk my players to get that. So I, I think that you know, you're right. A number one seed is, is, is something you can go after. Uh, then you do it. I think that's going to be tough. The Eagles still, I mean, if they would have lost this last game and them in Minnesota would have two losses, I think the number one seed would have been within reach um but i don't know if that's going to happen right now the eagles are still winning games that they need to win mr Corey says congratulations kyle for getting over 500 tonight yeah uh, 2017 2018 put him in a huge hole 2020 didn't help but yeah he's over 500 as a coach now and i think he's gonna start putting some separation between him and that number over the next couple years uh they're building a very dominant team a very good team i like the way they play and i like the way they're using their weapons right now and Lou says, Ant, I'm not always hard on Jimmy G, but I take my hat off to him. Um, sorry, I missed it. Hope he can finish out, but I'm liking it. Yeah, I'm hoping he can finish it too. He says he's, I was watching his interview this week, and he said he's a little bit, maybe the healthiest he's been. He thinks maybe the offseason helped him overall stay healthy. So that is really good news for the 49ers. Uh, Hugo, what's up, Hugo? Welcome to chat. Glad to see you're in here. Um Uncle Rob says, awesome game. Jimmy looked good tonight. Hashtag Gray Wolf. Love the Gray Wolf hashtags. 
Gotta, gotta love some Grey Wolf in our life. Right, Uncle Rob? Yeah, great game. It was fun to watch. Uh, that's really good. Uh, Randy Daytona says, people are going to say, but it was just the injured Cardinals. You know what? It, it, you just have to win those games. And when the 49ers have played down to competition in games past, they didn't today. They played the at a level that they need to sustain for the season, and they did a really, really good job. So I'm very, very thankful uh, you know, that they've decided to kind of turn this thing around. They're working so hard. Uh, it's so nice to see. I love these guys, the way that they're playing right now. David Campbell says CMC has helped unlock this offense. Absolutely, David Campbell. Spot on. Christian McCaffrey's ability to uh, be a check down guy for Jimmy Garoppolo, be a safety outlet, but also win one-on-one -on -one matchups. I mean, how many times have you seen the 49ers going empty? They are an empty so much. It's really, really been nice to see. And, uh, you know, they're they're really they're Now you can't come load the box. You want to load the box? This team could beat you with the pass. Jimmy's been able to get the ball out uh, to his receivers and let them create. And if you want to play pass, we'll run the football on you. It's finally one of those times where the 49ers have an offense that can do it all. It's nice to see. And Brad says, now that was enjoyable. Yeah, I'm with you, Brad. I was loving that. Uh, Brad says, most winning team in, in Monday Night Football history. That's true. Passing the Steelers. So the 49ers now the number one winning team on Monday Night Football in the history of the NFL. Great stats right there. Roddy Montoya says, defense with the vice grips. Three weeks in a row, shutout in the second half. They did absolutely fantastic. Uh, they really did. Now that, you know, they got the Cardinals got that touchdown after that huge broken play when uh, Nick Bosa went off sides. I mean, other than that, there wasn't a lot of offense outside of DeAndre Hopkins. But the 49ers did pretty good. Hugo says uh, D38, which is Diamond Lenore and, and uh, Traverse War, were out there laying some major wood. Yeah, there was hard hitting. Uh, lots of hard hits. I think what, another one, Drake Greenlaw, that hit that he made uh, on the sideline. Uh, who was it against? The running back. He just creamed him. That was a great play as well. They were definitely out there hitting. They were making some plays, and uh, James Conner felt Dre Greenlaw in that, in that moment. And I love the physicality. It felt like the physicality was being met early, kind of like when the Rams have done over the last couple of years, where they come in, they meet the physicality of the Niners for a while, but they can't withstand it. And uh, that's the thing. You have to be able to withstand it the whole entire time. And um, chances don't matter what seed Niners can run the table. I'm with you. Uh, this kind of football is the kind of football that wins in the playoffs, running the football, being able to convert on third down, playing timely defense, getting off the field on third down on defense, creating turnovers like with Jimmy Ward's big interception. That's how you win in the playoffs. And I think that the that's how the 49ers are going to win. Uh, they're built for the playoffs, and it's going to be great. And Daryl says, what's up, Daryl? How's it going? Says, let's go, baby. Awesome win, Niners family. Huge win, Daryl. Uh, love to see it. This, of course, is the Broncos game was his only putrid game. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Paul says, are the 49ers uh, coach colors? They did get rid of the the Panthers coach. Will they get rid of the Cardinals? Oh, so are they the coach killers uh, from Paul? You know, could they? Could this be uh, Panthers fired their coach after the 49ers big win? Could it be Cliff Kingsbury's time? Maybe it can. Jan says, Warner, that like button. Yeah, hit that like button if you haven't already. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, take advantage of it right now. Um, it doesn't cost you anything to subscribe to the channel. And we have great conversations with all these great people that are here in chat. Uh, so so join the crew. It's a lot of fun. Um, Anthony says, you find out what happened to Jimmy Ward. I, I think Jimmy Ward was dealing with, with a cramp. That's what I think was going on there. It looked like Debo Samuel, Jimmy Ward were dealing with cramps. When you play at that elevation, you worry about oxygen, um, but also with the rain and everything like that, you worry about humidity. So you can go into cramps. We talked about that a little bit during the preview show. That, that was something I was concerned with was the humidity ending up, you know, causing these guys to kind of cramp up and stuff. But um, I felt like both teams kind of had some issues with guys coming out. SG says the Niners punched the Cardinals in the mouth. They did. Uh, that's what the 49ers football is all about, punching people in the mouth. Wearing them down and making huge plays. Randy said, proud of the Niners tonight. Yeah, I think we can all be proud. I, I don't think there's much negativity that comes out of this game, which I love. We're going into Thanksgiving week. Uh, it's just a good time to be a 49er fan. It's a good time uh, to enjoy what the Niners are doing on the field. I feel like they got all the weapons they need to have a winning club. 
And uh, I think they're poised. I really do think they're poised to make a playoff run. Super excited about the 49ers possibilities this year. Um, big time that the Niners can make some big stuff happen for this team. I uh, love it. And Daryl says, love this squad. Offensive line was solid coming from Ronnie. Um, long time says, who? Uh, woohoo, first place, keep rolling. Uh, love the way they use uh, Mitchell in the second half coming from Brad. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm liking the sentiments. And then Uncle Rob says, how about Givens sack? Yes, yeah, sack. Givens had, was made, causing penetration today. So Givens was able to get in the backfield, had a huge stop on James Conner, and one of the first two drives behind the line of scrimmage. That was great. And thank you so much, Daryl, for becoming a member. Really appreciate that. Awesome to have Daryl uh, joining the cutback crew. So welcome to the cutback crew, Daryl. And there was just he was just really causing penetration. And then the sack, I mean, that's the thing. You get a, one of those huge sacks that you lose 9, 10 yards, that's the end of a drive. And the Fournier's were able to play, you know, in, play the sticks, cat, you make tackles underneath. It was fantastic overall play. So um, I thought that Givens made a great, had a great game today. I thought Charles was put some pressure up the middle to help get Nick Bosa his sack. Overall, I thought the defensive line was putting pressure on. We knew it was going to be a tough time getting to the quarterback overall if it was going to be Colt McCoy because the way he gets rid of the football so quickly, it's hard to get home. Uh, but they were still getting home. The timely blitz of Tauno Ufonga ends up flushing him out. Fred Warner gets a sack. Three sacks is pretty good. I thought they were going to get to five tonight. They did not. Um, but, yeah, I loved it. And then Randy says, um, Randy says, we are family. I got all my yak bros with me. Yeah, the yak attack was in full effect. It was really nice. Lou says, Ant, did the attitude have an effect on the Cardinals or the altitude have an effect on the Cardinals, you think? I don't know. I'm interested to hear because they've been doing some altitude training over the last several weeks wearing altitude masks. So I'm curious if they ended up getting winded or not. Seemed like it was still getting to everyone, but I don't know to what extent. I'm curious to hear. And they're on hard knocks, so maybe we'll get some insight in the next couple of weeks of how it actually affected them. Maybe even Cliff Kingsbury and some of the players will talk to the media because I would be interested to see um, you know, what actually happened there. Because it was you know them staying home I thought was interesting compared to the 49ers' thought process of going to Colorado Springs, which now that they got the big win, it works, right? Uh, so you have to just kind of say, well, at least it worked out, especially after some of the things that didn't look like the players really enjoyed being in the cold setting in Colorado. But when you walk over the win, it makes it all good. Uh, Mr. Corey says, we'll see about that running the table stuff when the Dolphins come to town. Yeah, I don't know. We got a tough game still. You know what I mean? You're still going to have to beat uh, the Miami Dolphins when they come to town, but it's a winnable game because, um, you know I mean? I don't think the Dolphins are like crazy better than the 49ers. I think they the 49ers roster is actually deeper. I think the Dolphins have some extreme talent. And then, of course, Tom Brady's going to come to town too. So um, no games are give me games, but I think the 49ers are putting themselves in position to win enough football games to get a nice seed and to do some damage in the playoffs. And I think that's what's important. Affick said, did anything come out of the Greenlaw? Was it anything to worry about at the end there? I'm not sure. I thought I read the trainer's lips telling Kyle Shannon it was jammed. Uh, so I'm hoping it's something jammed. If anyone sees an injury report, go ahead and throw it in there. I haven't seen anything yet. Uh, I've been waiting to see if there was any injuries coming out, trying to scour as we're having the show you know, the, the Twitter sphere and seeing what people are posting as hopefully Kyle Shanahan is somewhat talking to the media, but I haven't seen anything yet. Um, you know, just a, a lot of a lot of the normal takes that we normally get from 49er fans. So if you guys here or see anything, let me know and then uh, we can we can talk about it. But it seemed like they were doing pretty good in the injury category. I'm hoping they maintain that because we do not want any injuries the way this team is playing right now so um long time since i think mooney ward got nauseous that altitude can do that interesting that could be the case he was definitely grabbing his midsection i originally thought maybe he was out of breath or i mean uh, you know maybe got the wind knocked out of him but after seeing it uh there's definitely no way that the wind got knocked out of him so he did not go down um and so you know maybe that it, it could have been nausea i didn't think about that so well well said there long time Anthony says, Colt McCoy whooped our butts last year. Niners wanted that payback. Revenge game is always sweet. Uh, they did a good job. They didn't allow it to happen. And then Jan saying, no, keep Cliff. 
yeah, I mean, keep Cliff, right? That helps the 49ers. Daily asking about injuries too. I'm not sure. So I I'm, I'm keep keep looking here and there as we're continuing to have our conversations, but we'll see. Daryl says, finally able to join you. Also gave $50 super sticker before the game. Love your work, bro. I really appreciate it so much, Daryl. Uh, your support is is definitely appreciated so much. So thank you. And you are a welcome addition to the Four Years Cutback crew. Um, love having you on here. Jump in, leave comments. I like everything you've left so far today. You've been a, a welcomed addition, you know, to the chat. So fantastic to have you around. Ronnie says, ain't gonna lie. I got nervous. Uh, Ron, on the Greenlaw hit to McCoy, I thought he was gonna go again. Yeah, and thank you, SG Sports Talk channel, uh, for your membership. And, and gonna go ahead and say, that was a great win for the 49ers as they get um the 38 to 10 win over the cardinals from estudio la azteca in mexico city uh definitely the case so well said sg um uh, and thank you so much for using your your membership um super chat to go ahead and say that uh that is one of the perks of having a membership you can go ahead and do that so really really thank you for that um bomber t says jimmy g is playing super bowl caliber ball Love it, Bomber T. How are you doing? Uh, he says, hey, Ant, what's going on? I hope you're having a good one as well. Um, and then Hugo says, did SVP, ESPN call Nick Bosa, Joey? It wouldn't surprise me. It just seems normal at this point for them to do that. And Joe, sorry about that. Yeah, I did not do a live uh, stream of the game today. I did not do a watch party. Um, it, it's been, it's I've been having a crazy time, a crazy week, so... I didn't do that. I'll be doing some more in the future. I'll make sure to let everyone know when I do them. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a crazy time. And uh, I had so much fun last time. I'm sure we'll do it again. And I'll make sure I let everyone know when we do it. Uh, Lou says, better the Bucks and Dolphins at home. Yeah, the Bucks and Dolphins at home. The 49ers only have really two road games left. They play Seattle in Seattle on a Thursday night. It's going to be an absolutely huge game. And then they're going to play the Las Vegas Raiders on New Year's Day in Las Vegas. Besides that, the 49ers are in California at home and playing, you know, uh, where they feel the most comfortable. I think those are good news for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, and I like how their schedule's playing out. That that Thursday night game is going to be huge against the Seahawks. If they win, uh, they're going to lock up the three seed probably in the playoffs, which is going to be great. Uh, Brad says, if anyone was on Kittle 2D, 2 TDs tonight, it was at plus 1,200. Uh, that was a bold prediction for somebody in chat. I can't remember who it was, but somebody came through on the uh, preview show and dropped that in, so it was great. WTM says, that W felt really, really good. It did. SL, what's up, SL Million? How's it going? Said Ant. Hey, Ant, old? Uh, but how did you feel when the Niners were moving out of Candlestick? Uh, yeah, I, I remember that. I loved going to Candlestick. It was mixed feelings for me. I I remember going and seeing my first baseball game there as well because I was a huge I'm a huge Giants fan. So, uh, yeah, it, Candlestick held a special meaning to me. All the memorable moments of the 49ers, the playoffs where the field would get soggy, that was tough. Uh, but you know, I, I knew it was going to be time at some point. I'm hoping Levi Stadium is going to start taking on that sort of feeling and effect over the years when we start making some of the own memories, one way to do it is have big NFC championship win game wins like they did against green Bay, those type of things. Eventually it takes on a life of its own. So, uh, yeah, uh, Brad just says I'm keeping an eye out for injuries, uh, as well. My main man, but, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Brad always comes through with the great knowledge. Uh, so I really, really appreciate that. Um, WTM says, what grade do you give our O-line tonight? Keeping Jimmy so fresh and so clean, clean. I have to say, so fresh and so clean, clean. A little outcast. Uh, I th I thought they did a good job. I I mean, a first glance, I mean, I want to give them in the A category. Um, I'm sure when we go back and watch, it'll probably be a little bit less. Um, but I'm hoping they're going to grade somewhere in the, the B-plus to A category. Uh, Traffic says, David Lombardi tweeted, no injuries if that's the case, another huge event for the 49ers, hitting away with three straight games and no injuries. Huge. Going from being one of the most injured teams in the NFL to being one of the uh one of the least. Uh number eight now in the NFL as far as healthy rosters. Fantastic. Mr. Corey wants to free Jordan Mason. They did, right? They let him they let him spin a little bit tonight, Mr. Corey. 
Daryl says it was good to see backups in, not CMC going up the gut with five minutes left. I'm with you. I loved it. You know, and that was a perfect time for them to do it. The game was secure. The Cardinals had it, you know, basically thrown in the towel. They had Chase McSorley come in to play quarterback. And that is the time you go ahead and they made one more defensive time where Greenlaw almost got hurt. And then you had the next time that you had Brock Purdy and them in. So I thought that was perfect timing from Kyle Shanahan. About nine minutes left in the game. Uh, so it's good. Uh, 49ers got some Cardinals. Owners are cheap. Would they pay off Cliff? Maybe not. Um, but hopefully they do. How about baby Bosa, Brock Purdy? I did not know that was a thing, Brad. When I heard him talking about it, uh, because I guess he has lower half, his legs are really muscular. I did not know they called him baby Bosa. That was news to me. Uh, pretty funny, though. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Brass says, do you reckon Dolphins game could be fixed into Sunday night or flex into Sunday night football? I think it could be. I mean, why not? The 49ers bring big business, and now you have the marketability of the Miami Dolphins with Tyreek Hill and Talon, or, and um, uh, two attack of Iloa. They have a lot of weapons there. You have the connection of Mike McDaniel versus Kyle Shanahan. To me, it makes sense, um, but we'll see. We'll see what they end up doing. This, of course, is 40 years. need to pick up the slack with uh, with me. My 3 and 15 Pistons. Ouch. Tough way to start, Mr. Corey, your your basketball season. Uh, Burnt Reynolds. I love the name, by the way, Burnt Reynolds. You see that clutchness? I saw it. I enjoyed it. Um, I loved it. Uh, David, Rob, uh, David Robbins says, the stick was cold. So cold. Oh, um, luckily for me, my dad had learned the lessons of the cold. Uh, back when he first when he first went, he said the first time he went, he was in you know shorts and a and a t-shirt, and he, it got him. Uh, so that that didn't happen to me. As I got older, I was kind of like one of those guys that would make sure I loaded up on the the clothes and stuff when you went there. So it, it's tough. Uh, it's really tough. Google account, what's up, Google account? It's been a while. Uh, says we don't need to Freemason with CMC and Mitchell in the back. No, you're right. Um, but it was nice to see them at the end of games. And I hope this happens consistently. I hope we keep seeing the 49ers dominate and then we get to see Jordan Mason in mop-up time. I love it. So uh, that's what I'm hoping. But you're right. We don't need to see Jordan Mason when we got the other two guys rolling the way they're rolling. Brad says, did you notice when Jimmy Ward went off, they moved Lenore to nickel and Womack went to quarterback too? I did. Uh, they felt comfortable with Diamond Lenore in there in the nickel over Womack. Um, but I thought Womack has looked good in both spots during the season. But you're right. Womack playing on the outside uh, is something to monitor. I think it's nice to have uh, all these guys, young guys that can play. But you're right. It's interesting that it was Womack and, you know, and we're not getting Ambry Thomas. So um, Jan says the Miami 49ers. That's how it feels sometimes. Jelly says, did like the use of Elijah in the second half, but would like to see him used a bit more. Yeah, it was it was kind of the game plan. I bet a lot of it had to do with the altitude. So I don't know how much I'm going to take into account that this was, you know, like the going trend. Like this is what the 49ers are going to do from here on out. I think this could just be more of what they did in this game because last week they had more of a, a split. This week it went first half and second half. I bet that was a lot to do with the altitude. Keep him fresh. Keep him ready to go. Probably in the second half he could absolutely help you know, shorten the end of this game and it worked out. It worked to a T. So let's see JLE what they do next week. And if it's a little bit different of a split, if we start seeing some carries for Elijah Mitchell in the first half, uh, I would, I would think that that's what they would do. SG says the Arizona Cardinals shot themselves in the foot when they lost to the 49ers 38, 10 from Mexico city and quarterback Colt McCoy played like crap today. He went 24, 34, 218 and one pick. I don't think he played like crap to be honest with you. Uh, 24 of 34 is pretty good numbers. 218 is respectable. I thought he got the ball out on time. I don't think the interception was his fault. Uh, I think that when it came down to it, I thought he played good enough. Um, but the rest of his team, you know, besides DeAndre Hopkins, is just not up to it. Um, they're just not good enough. And Marvin says, Jimmy was a surgeon tonight. He was. He really was. And Cruz says, Viva Los Niners. I love it. Uh, yeah, it was a big win for the 49ers tonight. Uh, Google account says, what are your thoughts on big exposure to the second chance sports uh, Trent uh, tipping video got? They even talked about it on the broadcast. Yeah, I mean, it was a big deal all week. I mean, some people came through and, you know, and talked about it. Um, I think you're always looking for an edge. You're looking to find something if someone's tipping. I thought that 
Um, if he was tipping, uh, and I believe he does to a point, I think a lot of NFL players do it as well. I thought Trent's answer was really good. Um, I have no problem with the video being made and then having the conversation about it. I think it's a good conversation to have. As a coach, I used to look for those same sort of advantages. I found more advantages uh, through formation and personnel than I did through actual like stances and you know uh, the way people's knuckles turn white when they're going forward or more weight on their hand, those type of things. Those things can be more deceiving, um, but you can find little glimpses on them, especially in individual battles. That's more for like a defensive end going against Trent Williams to be able to to learn. Uh, but I thought it was a good conversation to have overall. But I thought Trent's answer about it, about how he can manipulate a defender if their full focus was on him, was tremendous. Uh, so I think that's a belief. So I have no problem with the video being made. I have no problem with the conversation. I just think, was it overblown a little bit? Absolutely. Uh, because I think formationally and personnel is where you're really going to learn. Um, you you got to be careful, you know, going off what one player does it could leave you open and susceptible to other things. SL says, Ant, was your, uh, was your fave TD today? Mine was Jimmy looking like he was going to run and then threw it to Kittle. That was a great one. Uh, that really was a fantastic play. I think my favorite TD, even though I love the Kittle one, I think I'm going to go with the Debo Samuel reverse uh, because you had great blocks, uh, from a bunch of players, including Jake Brendel, 30-plus yards downfield, laying out Buda Baker. And I love me some big on small contact down the field with offensive linemen making those plays. It's hard for an offensive lineman to, bl to block in the open field. So I'll definitely take it uh, for sure. So I love that. And uh, Google Accounts says, thanks for everything you do, bro. Love your content. It looks like tipping wasn't a factor tonight. Uh, it definitely was not. And thank you so much for the super chat, Google Account really really appreciate it it was not nothing about tipping you know worked in the cardinals favor so if they were focused on anything trent was doing he did mix it up a little bit i'm curious if we get any breakdown videos this week from it uh but i mean hey nothing wrong with conversations right it's cool uh david campbell says Ayuk consistently gets huge separation what was interesting about Ayuk is he had two catches for 20 yards and two touchdowns fantastic Right? I mean, it's just fantastic. Ayuk was making plays. Uh, Debo was making plays. It was good to see the offense really rolling. WTM says, can you see Ayuk being a true number one? Sure. Why not? I mean, he's got all the ability. He's a great route runner. Like David said, he consistently creates separation. Uh, there's nothing. He's a great blocker. There's no reason why he can't. So, yeah, I'm I'm in for it. I'm, 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 I like Brandon Ayuk. I think he's taking a step forward this year. I think this offense is going to continue to take a step forward. Uh, somebody's going to want to pay Jimmy Garoppolo a lot of money now. A lot of teams that didn't want to trade for him are going to want to pay him in the offseason. Jimmy's earning his money, and um, it's good for the 49ers. Brad says, yeah, when I saw Mitchell wasn't getting many snaps in the first half, I thought we we're saving him for the second half, and you were right. Uh, so good thought. Mr. Course says, Aunt Brendel heard me trying to get you to suit up. Yeah, he he's fearing it, right? <laughs> He, he's fearing me going out there and, and being out of shape for a couple of plays. <laughs> uh, Jan says, Ayuk reminded me more and more of Adams. Doogie was a great draft pick. Yeah. I mean, you were seeing him round into form. I mean, they, they said he's been different. Uh, he came in and he, he took over some stuff. Uh, it, it's been really, really nice to see the way that he's stepped up as a leader. He's more assertive. He's more physical. Um, I mean, that slant pass where he caught a second touchdown, he could have been brought down, but he powered through it. I mean, he's a physical player. You wouldn't think about it from his stature, but the guy is absolutely strong. Uh, I love the way they play, the excitement they play with, the way they all cheer for each other. Nice. It's really nice. Long time says CMC must have felt like he won the lottery come to the, coming from the Panthers. So happy for him and the team. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey seems like he's a good dude that he just fills in with, you know, fits in with everyone. I love it. Uh, SG says, I would give Colt McCoy an F for his crap performance against the Niners. But we disagree. I, I didn't think he played that bad. Um, but, you know, I mean, he didn't exactly have a lot of opportunities to make plays either. Uh, Brad says, if it's that first Kittle TD was thrown by anyone but Jimmy, the league would be losing its mind. You're right. Uh, Traffic says, this team can go very far playing like this. And they know they don't need anyone else and know it since they're not tweeting at a free agent to come help them after the game. Ooh, I like that. Uh, throwing some stuff out there for traffic. Hugo says, yes, sir. Love that Jake Brindle pa pancake block down the field. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, Brad Jones says, and so are we going to the Giants over Dallas on Thanksgiving? Oh, ooh, I didn't even think about that. I forgot that those two teams are playing. That is a tough one. I dislike both teams. I really do. I dislike the Giants. I couldn't stand them when they were, uh, you know, the tuna and all that. Um, and then Dallas, I dislike. That's a tough game for me overall to pick. Um, but, I mean, whichever one ends up being better for the Niners. So I'll have to get into the, the numbers of which one is better for the Niners. Uh, loses Cliff Kings. Uh, Ure is my man. Took Murray and left us Bosa. I love it. Kingsbury. There you go. I love when they do that. Well, well said, right? We get Bolsa, they get uh, that. That works out. WTM says, Coach Ant, how huge is it for us to not pay a quarterback $35 million for the next five seasons? Huge, because you can keep your players like Debo, George Kittle, uh, Christian McCaffrey, all your playmakers can stay. They can discuss contract negotiations with Brandon Ayuk. Um, they have so many weapons, so it's it's really good. Uh <laughs> 49ers gal says Jennings wasn't the third down God today. He didn't have to be. Uh, everyone was kind of doing it. So you're right, though. He did, Last week was his week. This week wasn't. Uh, who knows? Maybe next week will be Juwan Jennings again. Joel says, I want a corner in round one uh, of the draft, and I also want to sign uh, one. I mean, we don't have a first-round pick. Uh, so a star corner free agency, like you said later, Joel could be a better option. Um, I think more than likely Emmanuel Mosley will be back next year. Uh, they could draft a corner in the you know the third round, fourth round, whatever, uh, depending on you know what they get uh, in the comp pick area. So I do believe they will somewhat keep going after the cornerback room. But I think they're high on Lenore. They're high on Samuel Womack, and Lenore quietly is still having a pretty good season. He's very physical, and so far hasn't really been getting beat down the field, which is good news. Um, so yeah. So SG wants to see a country western movie with Jimmy Garoppolo and Colt McCoy. Uh, I, I want to know what you think, SG, the name of that movie would be. Uh, Brad says, and I wonder if Odell is adding San Francisco to his visiting spots before he makes his mind up. Yeah, he's supposed to be going right. He's meeting with Dallas. He's meeting with the New York Giants. Uh, I'm sure he's going to. He was tweeting very favorable things about Kansas City. Um, so. Yeah, I think that there's going to be a watch. Grish says, 49ers unstoppable. Couldn't agree more. Daryl says, Brendel has been suspect, but other than the false start, he uh, he went in tonight. Family. Yeah, he. I thought Brendel has continued to have moments where you shake your head and then moments where you're like, okay, Jake, okay. Um, so you see flashes. What I'm hoping is that we're going to get more and more consistency from Jake Brendel. And if we get more and more consistency uh, it's going to be nice. But overall, those four guys that play the inside for the 49ers on a regular basis between Banks, Brendel, uh, Burford, and Brunskill, they're all Bs, that they have done a really good job. They play with good chemistry, and they've made enough plays right now for the 49ers. And guess what? When it got time, the Cardinals' defense has been good against the run. But when it got to that second half and you needed to hammer it home and you needed to take advantage of you know, the time of possession, the four years were able to do that. Elijah Mitchell was getting holes and he was able to go in there and make some plays. So overall, it's, it, I think that those guys are playing pretty good on the inside right now, which is good. Could they be rounding into form? PFF has them, I believe, at the eight, the best offensive line in the league. So maybe they're rounding into form. I want to continue to watch them and monitor them. But uh, it's definitely exciting about the, the positive trend of where they're headed. David says Jimmy was crushing it on third down. Our defense threw up another goose egg in the second half again. Fantastic, David. And Jimmy has been doing big things on third down. He did not throw a pass today that I thought could have been intercepted. I know there was the one that you know uh, Brandon Ayuk fell down on, but if Brandon Ayuk doesn't fall down, that one hits you know Brandon right there uh, where he has a chance to catch it. So I thought it was a very catchable football. And with a receiver like Brandon Ayuk, you want to give him the opportunity to make those plays. You throw those balls because you have trust and faith in your wide receiver to make the catch. So uh, I'm okay with it. So I thought Jimmy played fantastic again. If Jimmy can continues this uh, trend, this 49ers team is going to be very, very hard to beat uh, for the rest of the season. I mean, they are not an easy out for sure. So um, I, I love it. Miss Scorch says, OBJ ain't coming. Um, maybe not. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with the 49ers overall. And if they end up bringing on any other players uh, so far, they haven't been willing to, I don't know what they offered to Nama Sue, but he went Philly. I wonder if he's thinking uh, 
having second thoughts after watching the 49ers defense and offense today compared to what the Eagles did uh, with the Colts. I don't know. We'll see. I hope he, I hope he regrets that decision. SSS, you all see Jimmy getting all the attention from Warriors cheerleaders. Kittle couldn't get no love. They acted like they didn't even know who McCaffrey was. Uh, the Kittle was trying to get a fist pound. McCaffrey just sat there and they were just walking right by him. It was very interesting. WTM says, I don't want OBJ fresh off toward ACL. He's living on, off his name now. Uh, I think the only way they'd bring him in if they felt really comfortable with his health, um, he would be a, I mean, what would he be? Uh, the option-wise, uh, he wouldn't be a bigger option than Brandon Ayuk or Debo uh, or Christian McCaffrey or George Kittle, maybe around there, fourth or fifth option. I don't know if he's willing to do that. It would it would make them crazy talented, but I think they got Ray McLeod. Um, the only question is, do they feel like they need somebody else for Danny Gray? Uh, Gray got a couple of snaps today, played with that that second and third unit. So I thought that was good. David says, Givens was a beast. All around A grades except special teams against tackling. Um, the, the punt, right? I think the punt was the one that really got it. But other than that, I thought they did pretty good. I thought special teams is improving. So that's good news. Um, they're putting together some more consistent efforts, and I thought Mitch Wisnowski did a really good punting the ball. Uh, Joel says, no doubt about that. I'm high on Lenore and Womack as well. We just see depth and not like the next man up depth, but star depth. If Lenore and Womack are down, we still have two more very solid corners. I'm with you because uh, we don't know what's happening with Ambry Thomas, but uh, he has not been able to get on the field this season compared to last season. So I would feel like he took a step back or the other two guys um, went forward. So you're right. Continue to bring in guys that can compete and continue to fill the roster with players that make big time plays. So I'm with you. Keep building, you know, rooms. That's what it's all about. Strength. Uh, just getting stronger and stronger with certain positions. I I'm with you. I'm sure that, you know, there's going to be still some negativity out there. That's just kind of how it is. Um, but, you know, that's the thing. We can engage in the positives about the team. A long time saying shout out Wisnowski. Yeah, he had a good one. He even had a nice hit along the sidelines that prevented the punt from going farther. So, um, uh, let's see. Mr. Croy says, can't wait to hear Grant. Um, the Cardinals were awful. Fire Kyle, trade both. Um, I don't think we're going to hear that. I think Grant is going to. You know, he's going to go with what he saw on the field, and there wasn't a lot to pick on uh, this week. So, I mean, I think it's a it's a positive week all around. I think we can enjoy a nice positive week of 49ers football because there's a lot of positive coming from this game. And I, I think I think that's what Grant Cohen's going to talk about this week. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm hoping to see, some uh, Thanksgiving stuff from him. And, um, you know, I mean, if they have something, then it'll be interesting. Let's see what their conversation is. Everyone's entitled to make their own you know, topics and conversations and have, you know, people engage in that. And uh, everyone's, you know, got choices on what they can engage in. Uh, JLE says, T.Y. McGill, uh, uh, T.Y. McGill got some play. He did get some play. He even got a hit on the quarterback. Brad says, Ant, thank you for saying that if Jimmy throw ended an interception would not have been Jimmy. It was a slip. Yeah, it was. I think the field had a little bit of conditions. You saw both guys actually kind of slipped up. So, I think it's just clear and evident, but yeah, it has to be said sometimes. Um, Lou said, uh, Jimmy G, 20 of 29, 238 yards, four touchdowns. Wow, huge day for Jimmy Garoppolo. Huge day for Jimmy Garoppolo right there. Uh, SG says, The Rich and Ugly would be the name of the movie, so the movie with Colt McCoy and Jimmy. Google says, We are two NFC West games away from sweeping the division. That Seahawks game in Seattle is going to be a tough one, in my opinion. Do you think the Seattle game will be a pain for us? I think this 49ers team is going to be an absolutely terrible matchup for the Seattle Seahawks defense. I think the Seahawks defense is built to run a cover three scheme. I think they're built, you know, for the future. They have got guys, you know, in like Boy Moffy. Uh, he's really good. Um, they've got Tariq Woolen. They've definitely added young players that can make an impact, but I don't think they're there yet. I think there's going to be matchup problems for their linebackers when they have to go against Christian McCaffrey, the same sort of things you saw against Arizona. And Arizona had, you know, big-time linebackers like Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons who have speed and athletic ability to be able to run. That is somewhat missing from the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are going to struggle to match up with the 49ers from their defensive side, uh, personally. And then I think the 49ers defense can make enough plays against Geno in that offense. So um, I think it's still a tough matchup for Seattle, but anytime you go to Seattle to play them, the division rival, it's always... 
Uh, just tough sledding. So I do think they'll be able to get it done, though. Tuffian says, uh, feel like Washington's going to be a trap game. Can't take that one off. Uh, you cannot take that one off because the commanders are playing really, really good football. Uh, I don't think the 49ers will take it lightly. We know Kyle Shanahan always wants to defeat the commanders uh, and that team, that Washington football team, because of his connection. So he'll be highly motivated for it. Uh, but they're getting better, and they're playing well. Now they're going with uh, Heineke. They're they're going to be making some plays. Um, I don't think the 49ers are going to take that lightly, especially with them being so close, um, you know, so close to them, you know, getting into the playoffs. I think everyone realizes who they are. Uh, I think it's just a matter of time, though, before we see that huge matchup. And I'm kind of excited about it. I, I want to see how the 49ers match up against some of these more physical, you know, imposing teams. Uh, if the 49ers, you know, can go in there and, and handle business against them, I think that's just good news for how the 49ers are going to be in the playoffs. Um, Yeah, that's what 49ers gal says. Kyle hates Washington. He'll get the guys fired up. I'm with you. Davis says, we don't need OBJ. We have plenty of targets. Uh, They got to eat. I, I'm with you. Um, I don't think it's a necessity to have Odell Beckham Jr. I really don't. Um, But, I mean, it's something that's out there floating. Kyle and John haven't shut it down. So until then, the conversation is real. Um, I would have rather had Indomitian Sue, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see what they do. I, I don't, I don't think I would hate it if they sign him. Um, I, I don't think I would hate that at all, just because I'm, I'm one of those guys. I'm an, I've been an offensive coordinator for a lot of my life, and the one thing I know is you never have too many weapons. I know people say it's, it's a, one of those things. It's hard to get all the weapons, the football, um, but really you can never have too many weapons. Um, it's just kind of the, kind of a, it's something people say. Uh, but it's, it's not true. It's really not. Every offensive coordinator wants as many offensive weapons as he can get. The main thing that will be difficult is keeping their egos in check. And uh, that's that's a different part of the game, but you have to do it as a coach. Mr. Corey says, Jimmy is a B quarterback if the offense lines of, offensive line gives him time because he likes to hold the ball a bit. He does, and he waits for plays to develop, um, but he's hitting guys on time. He's getting rid of the ball pretty good. Overall, I've been excited. I like the off-schedule things that he did, like the George Kittle touchdown today, last week, Ray Ray McLeod down the sideline. Those things are huge. Um, SL says Dolphins game will be game of the year. I I, I love that. I hope it does. Um, I hope I hope that game is big time. It's going to be exciting. Um, I think it's going to be a good one. And Brad says, only reason I'm worried about the Seahawks game is because of Thursday night. I think that's a legitimate concern. I really do. Thursday night games are hard for you know visiting teams to win. What I'm hoping is the 49ers are going to come in with a different mindset and they're just a different kind of team. They're going to be able to go in there and handle it. But you're right. It's going to be a tough one for sure. Um, I I don't know. And Jan says Washington will be the opposite of last time they played high scoring. Uh, well, it was a lot of rain the last time. If I remember right, that was the last time they played. It was really close, uh, really no offense. I think this one will be exciting. I think the 49ers defense is really good, though. I really think they're going to be able to, to lock down that um, – that offense and this is just preliminary i haven't got to watch their film a whole lot only watched limited commanders but i think this defense is going to be able to make some plays uh hugo says why are we talking about a game one month away i don't know that's what people wanted to talk about uh so that's what we were talking about there uh mr Corey says wish they would colt would release gilmore i don't think they will right now but you can always hope hugo says we got to focus on the saints i yep that's the next one that's who the team will be focused on for sure uh, because they want to make sure that uh, the Saints are the team that they beat. You know, and the Saints right now are going with Andy Dalton. You got Jameis Winston talking to the media, but they have a lot of injuries. No Michael Thomas, uh, but they still have some weapons there, and the Warriors are going to have to make sure uh, they get it done. And Jay, uh, Jay Ellie says Sheldon Richardson would be a solid dev pickup instead of OBJ. Yeah, we'll see what they do. Let's see what Arm says at during this week, and if they open the practice window for – uh, Javon Kinlaw, and then we'll have a really good idea what they need to do defensive tackle-wise. I mean, but Kevin Givens, Hassan Ridgeway did pretty good today. Kerry Hyder doing pretty good. So overall, pretty nice. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually been enjoying the defensive tackles. Traffic says, I'm off to bed. Just wanted to say thank you as always. And everyone in the TCC, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Thank you so much, Traffic. I always love having Traffic in here. Great insight from Traffic and good conversation. Mr. Corey says, Garoppolo's first TD pass to Kittle was his best play since his TD pass to Pettis in 2018. Just slick. I like that. Uh, Lou says, TCC, hit that like button. Give Ant some love. Really appreciate that, Lou, so much. Yeah, if you haven't had a chance, go ahead and hit that like button. Supposed to help the channel a lot. 
Brad says, so I'm predicting either our week 13 game against the Dolphins or week 14 against the Bucks will be flexed. Another flex game would not surprise me. Uh, WTM says, this is the best faithful chat ever. Hit that like button, y'all. Um, thank you so much for that, WTM. And thanks everyone that's going and saying, hey, hit that like button. I really appreciate it. And Gallo says, did you see Jordan Mason play? Need to get him more involved. I liked it. I like what I saw from Jordan Mason, but I don't think this is the year that they're going to get him more involved. I think they're going to continue to go with Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. I think Jordan Mason will eventually be a short yardage runner for the 49ers. Uh, and I like his power and I like his vision. I think those things are going to be on display for years to come. I think the 49ers kept him for a reason. Uh, but I think him and TDP right now have to take somewhat of a step back because Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell are two number one running backs. And Jordan Mason and TDP are not that right now. They got a lot of room to develop. Um, but I'm excited about you know his potential down the road. Brad says week 13 Sunday night football is Colts Cowboys. Ooh, week 14 Sunday night Chiefs Broncos Norfest. Uh, so there could be some changes there. WTM says, What grade do you give Jimmy tonight? I'm giving him an A. I thought Jimmy Garoppolo deserves an A. He did a really good job. Uh, so yeah. And Mr. Schick, sorry about that. Rondell Moore got hurt. Uh, right when I seen them report Rondell Moore got hurt, I said, oh, no. I said I felt bad uh, for that. Um, I thought that, you know, Moore was going to be able to make some plays in the slot. In fact, his backup ended up making some plays in the slot. Um, so I would have been there, but he got hurt. And they tried to run that jet sweep, and he got blown up. Didn't work. Uh, yeah, and then SL says, Ant, who's been doing better coach-wise, in your opinion, Mike McDaniel or Robert Sala? I think that it's taken Robert Solo a long time to turn it around. I think Mike McDaniel walked into a situation with a better roster, and then they were able to add on some big-time uh, players right away, like Tyreek Hill, bringing in Raheem Mostert. Uh, they brought in some, uh, some offensive line help as well. I think that it was a better situation, where I think Robert Solo walked into more of a Kyle Shanahan 2017 situation, where the cupboard was pretty bare. Uh, and so I think Robert Sala has done a really good job. I think both coaches have, um, but I think Robert Sala has been like, he's in, more ingrained in this, I guess, deeper for him. So uh, I'm, I, I tip my hat to that guy. I've, I feel bad for him that he lost that game to the Patriots. That was tough. No offense from him right now. Um, but I think as far as like X's and O's wise, it's Mike McDaniel, uh, but maybe culture wise, I'm going to go ahead and say that it's Robert Sala. And what's up, Jag, with a $2 super chest? Did Shanahan just unleash James Richard Garoppolo? Yeah, he did. I mean, that's the thing. He he knows what weapons he's got, and he's letting Jimmy Garoppolo get the ball out to those weapons and letting those weapons make plays. Um, so very, very excited about, you know, what he's doing with Jimmy Garoppolo. And, I mean, there was a lot of empty. There's a lot of open uh, shotgun just letting him throw the football. Thought it was exciting. Um Brad says, how cool was that mask that Kittle got gifted? That was super cool. The fact that it had a little bit of a face mask on it was pretty cool. I like that a lot. Gallo says, thanks for answering my question. Give this man likes. I'll shout out from Modesto, California. A little shout out from Modesto, California, 209. Love that. From right here, I'm in the 209 as well. So uh, 209 in the house. What's up? I love that. And W. Tim says, Coach Ant, can you break down that play when Trent cleaned out the safety and linebacker on the same? So good, right? They're running the toss play around the outside. Uh, Trent Williams comes up, destroys Buda Baker, and then moves up to next level. Uh, love the big on small blocks. I just love it. And, and that's why those plays are so fun to watch. Those big guys really make a lot of plays on the outside. Um, and Trent Williams is one of the best at doing it. Trent Williams, is he's special. He really is special. JL says, Brad, uh, that was BA. So we got a little comment there. But of course, and I'm the guy originally wanted Zach Wilson, and he's about to get benched. I, I, hey, you know what, Mr. Corey? I was out on that limb with you. I like Zach Wilson a lot too, and I'm not going to run from it. I did. Um, and he's not looking very good right now, but we'll see. We'll, we never know what's going to happen with a young player like that. I wasn't a huge fan of his answer to the media, but we'll see how he responds. And if he comes back and he starts playing better, we'll see. Uh, Robert Sala said his job is not secure, so the young guy's going to have to show up. And if he doesn't, Jimmy Garoppolo might be the starting quarterback of the Jets next year uh, or somebody like that because uh, they'll make a move. They'll have to. And, I mean, that's how quickly you come into this league. 
as a hot shot who can make big time throws, you can be out of the league just as fast. It's crazy. Brad says Jimmy just spoke to the Spanish guy from ESPN and translate Phil's great baby to Spanish. I love that. I love the Phil's great baby. Jaylee says still want Trey. I love I I love Trey. Uh, I think Trey's gonna be a solid quarterback in this league. I love what Jimmy's doing for the team right now. Uh, big time stuff from Jimmy Garoppolo. So uh, yeah, a huge win for the 49ers uh, in this game. I'm about to check out, but I wanted to tell everyone that came through chat today, awesome. You guys are fantastic. It was the best 49ers chat there is. You guys are just so good. Love having the conversations with you. Of course, I'll be coming out with content all throughout the week. Make sure you guys jump in and do some of that content. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, come in, interact. Let me know what you guys think as we go through the week, as we prepare for the New Orleans Saints. Enjoy your turkey day as well if I don't get to talk to you beforehand. But you guys all have a really, really good night. Stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way. Go Niners, baby.